I'm shook! Hello, everybody, and welcome back to everybody's favorite quarantine distraction. It's the Holly Shook Podcast. I'm Ryan. You know that. And guess who I'm with? You'll never guess. It's Armin. Hey, Armin. Hey, Ryan. I love that everyone knows that it's you, but they'd never guess that it's me co-hosting with you. No, I mean, they've seen it a million times. We pretty much have different guests every week, so it's hard to um, really know who I'm going to be talking to. But I think this week people could just tell it was going to be you, so that's why I kind of made it obvious. You made it much more obvious this time than any other time, I'd say. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm always doing different kind of introductions, always kind of changing it up by how... I speak and my tone and you just never know what you're going to get with me. I'm never the same. So it's pretty exciting. Just like the beginning of this podcast is always really thrilling. I know we're sort of talking like this is a bit and it is sort of a half bit, but at the same Uh time, absolutely accurate. We never do the same intro every single time. Unlike other podcasts, by the way. Yeah. And I think, when we first started this, we were like, should we have like a opening bit that like people like will recognize and be able to quote? And we were like, no, no. that's too much work. I can't memorize <laughs> any line. Oh yeah. I wrote something. Remember that? Did you really? I think I wrote out an intro, like how we would intro the show. And I probably was like, fuck no. No, that's exactly how it went. You're like, no, nah, no. So now we keep you on your toes, listeners. Isn't that better? Yeah, they love it. I'm just, I can all tell that they just are so happy that there's just no consistency with this podcast. It's chaotic. It's what they come back for. It's the discord. It's the lack of consistency, which is actually the consistency. Yeah. We really played a reverse psychology on y'all with that one. <laughs> Speaking of reverse psychology, right? Mm-hmm. I, I don't even know if that's a good segue, but you it's know, it's not because I have no idea what you're going to talk about. <laughs> but we're sort of infamous for our terrible segues, so here we go. Um, Elon Musk is definitely playing some psychology on all of us because uh, Grimes and Elon Musk. This is well known. I feel like I don't even really have to introduce it, but they had a baby this week. That wasn't even the news, though, because that's usually a thing that you expect, right? You famously call it expecting. Right, and they also did announce that they were going to have a baby approximately six to nine months ago, so it wasn't like a surprise that they were going to have a baby. Um, in fact, since their announcement of having a baby, the baby has already been a meme. I feel like the baby's been memed prior to birth more than a normal person gets memed in their entire lifetime do you think that's a like baby trend because baby yoda got memed to death i mean baby yoda got memed probably more than any other meme of 2019 and baby yoda came into our lives i want to say near the end of 2019 maybe it's a baby thing no, because I'm saying Baby Yoda was already alive and was a sure. full baby, whereas Elon Musk's and Grimes' baby is like was not even a baby yet. It was just a fetus when it was already getting meat. People were like already assigning a persona to it just based on Grimes and Musk's persona. Exactly. Right. And I, I feel so like I when think- they were dating and they weren't even expecting a baby, people were wondering what their baby would be like. Well, their entire relationship has been memed. Like, even before they announced the baby, like, them as a couple together was a meme. And then their pregnancy announcement was a meme. Mm -hmm. And now their baby's name is a meme. When they locked up Azalea Banks for, like, three days or something, that was a meme? Mm, Yes, the iconic kidnapping of Azalea Banks. We loved that. Um, They pretty much stay relevant because they are consistently being memed. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's no different with this fucking name. So can you just, for the people, I know everyone knows 
how to say it correctly, but right. can you just can you just really quickly just remind us what their name was, how to say it correctly? Well, here's what I thought, Rai. Since it's so easy to pronounce this name, mm-hmm. I thought we'd just say the name at the same time. Like, I know that's not something people mm. normally do, but I was thinking, like, yep. this name is just so pronounceable, it only makes sense for us to, at the exact same time, pronounce mm-hmm. it together. You know, make it okay. sort of a moment. Right, right, right. And it just, it makes sense because kind of when we already know the answer to the question, it's just easy to just say it at once rather than, no offense, don't really want to give you the attention of, of getting to say and announce the name. I'd rather just do it together so that's kind of a shared moment. Not that it's much um, of an announcement because, again, it's so common and, and so well-known, obviously. I mean, everyone right. knows the name and its pronunciation, so... This is uh, nothing celebratory. Uh, it's nothing yeah. groundbreaking. We're just doing it. I mean, it's, it's we're doing a mundane thing, guys. Crazy, right? But, but at the same time, um, just as we often do on this podcast, we are actually breaking the news. Um, we actually will be revealing the correct pronunciation of the baby's name on this podcast right now. Even though um, it's so pronounceable and, and there's almost no way to not pronounce it correctly, we're also doing right. a reveal of the correct pronunciation. Correct. So correct. Um, people will really be looking to us um, just for kind of clarification um, in cementing the pronunciation of this name. So I would just say maybe on three, three. we go. Yeah. Okay. So one. Okay, one. Two. Two. Three. Zay A12. We didn't pronounce uh, the same name, so we did two different names. Uh, Rye, I do have some breaking news, though. It just came in. It just came in the wire, as they say. Oh, wow. We're breaking more news in one podcast. How shocking. Apparently, the name could be pronounced X Ash Archangel, um, but there is a conflicting report because... Um, I guess Elon says it's pronounced X Ash A12. Um, these two reports come from two different sources, one being Elon Musk and one being Grimes. Right. Well, my favorite thing about kind of modern day parents is that you don't need to agree on a name, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, it's actually it's actually been proven that it's healthier for the child's developmental growth to actually be called two different things by both of their parents. Grimes and Elon are actually really doing this baby a favor by not actually being able to agree on a proper pronunciation. I think what it does well is acclimate the child to nicknames. So they're not so (laughs) jarred when they go into elementary school, middle school, and start to encounter, you know, nicknames and uh, maybe even bullying, right? Where people call you different names. It's like, eh. Like, my mom already calls her something different than my dad. Like, yeah, not that big of a deal to be bullied and called a different name. I actually enjoy and find pleasure in bullying children, specifically those that are birthed by celebrities. So it's pretty uh, insane that I actually can't find anything funny to say about this baby because I can almost always find something mean to say about, like, a two-year-old child that didn't have a choice over its name. Yeah, I think they finally found the name that's impervious to bullying. This name cannot be bullied. I also did see, and this was fully not a joke, like my brother's girlfriend, like fully, we were talking about this, and dead serious, she was like, it's pronounced Kyle. So like, is that a rumor going around that like, you just, it's pronounced Kyle or? Oh, maybe Kyle, Kyle. maybe Kyle is short for Archangel. I could see it. I could see like Kyle being a derivative of Archangel. Okay, honestly, not going to lie, X-Ash Archangel is, like, actually a pretty cool name. Like, I'd be down. (laughs) I I love Rife of all the names that you've ridiculed on this podcast. I mean, you have a hot streak. Almost any celebrity baby name you come after. Who was the one who was named Fighter Pilot or some shit? Pilot Inspector, Jason Lee's kid. 
Pilot Inspector. No, I hated that one. You hated that um, one. You hate all of them. I'm shocked. I'm genuinely shocked that this name is the one name that you're like, you know what? I like this one. This is great. This is fantastic. I was going to ask like you it. on a scale of one to batshit, where does this fall in terms of wildest celebrity baby names? And it's going to be a one, I guess. It's not even that wild to you. No, it is batshit. It's fully batshit, <laughs> but like, batshit doesn't mean bad. I True. Mean, ba- bad shit like, can also be good. There's some batshit crazy people I know that I'm obsessed with. Myself included. I'm obsessed with myself. Um, but I think X X Ash Archer is whatever the fuck is really good. At first I really did think it was pronounced Zay A twelve because I thought the A E was an A, you know, like like how you pronounce mm-hmm. Bay almost, right? Like B A E. Right. Correct. But instead of the B, you'd have the X, so it'd be Zay, and then A twelve. I don't know, but I was wrong. I don't know. Either way, it was fucking weird. There was a fun day on the internet for <laughs> memes, and I think in like ten years we're gonna have like a check in on this kid and like yes. see what's wrong with him. And I can't wait for that. <laughs> it's going to be great. Who do you think is going to fare best out of all these celebrity um, babies? I mean, I'm, I don't even know if some of these are, are babies anymore, but I just I looked up the craziest celebrity baby names. Um, mm. who, who is going to fare best? Um, X Ash uh, or Apollo Bowie Flynn, Kingston James, uh, Zuma Nesta, Bear Blaze, Bear Blue, Huckleberry, Marmaduke, Moon <laughs> Unit, uh, Dweezil, and Diva Thin Muffin. Who's who's faring the best? Who, who's who's going to really kill it out there? Um, it's really hard to say. I I am gonna kind of hone in on. They're all gonna be fine because they're celebrity children, and yes. they're all gonna be rich and privileged and never have to work a day in their life. So absolutely, fuck. Their biggest hardship is having a bad name. So for that, I can say fare thee well, bitches, and congrats on being born into privilege. Um, speaking of privilege, we had a feud this week, Rye. Uh, and, and privilege was one of the factors in this feud. Um, it was discussed. I'm speaking of the Chrissy Teigen, Allison Roman feud. I know you know a lot about this, Rye. Yeah. Do you want to break this down? I'll break it down. Um, I was introduced to this feud actually by seeing people tweeting about shallot lady shallot pasta lady um and i said i have to know who that is so i googled or i twitter searched shallot pasta lady and allison roman popped up essentially allison roman is like a white female food person um she has cookbooks. I think she has two cookbooks out. Weirdly enough, yesterday, someone on my Instagram, maybe even today, posted that they just bought both of Allison Roman's cookbooks and they got delivered today. And she was like, yay, so excited these got here. And I was like, oh, you don't have a Twitter, do you? <laughs> um, I'll say this, Rye. First I ever heard of Allison Roman. Oh, no, same. No such thing as bad well, press? I'm a full believer in no such thing as bad press. I'm like, yeah, this girl's like scrambling for words for two days, but like we know who she is now. Mm-hmm. Um, she was like a semi-popular, I guess, like recipe person. She kind of like got more popular during quarantine because she was doing like weird recipes. Um, I don't know. I have no interest in like food, like people. Like, I don't know. Like I like to cook and like make stuff, but I'm not like someone who like, wants to buy a cookbook like that just weirds me out um anyway she did an interview and she basically like i don't have the quotes and maybe you can quote it i do have the quotes on my phone but i'm lazy and i'm not gonna pull them up i could um, give you the quote yeah you can do give me the internet quote or the interview quote what chrissy Teigen has done is so crazy to me she had a successful cookbook and then it was like boom line at target Boom, now she has an Instagram page that has over a million followers where it's just like people running a content farm for her. That horrifies me, and it's not something that I ever want to do. I don't aspire to that. Which, like, no one asked. 
Um, <laughs> Although I don't know, was she asked about Chrissy Teigen? No, the question the question was the question by the interviewer was basically like, "So what's next? Like, mm. what do you? How do you want to grow? Like, what do you want to do next? Like, you have two cookbooks. Like, you've gotten pretty popular." And she like randomly like went in on Chrissy Teigen's career. She also like said this essentially said the same thing about Marie Kondo being right. like. Marie Kondo like told us to get rid of stuff, but then put out a whole line of things we don't need, or like put out a line of the things she said we didn't need, but just slapped her name on it or something. Basically, just like putting down female business owners for no reason when that was like totally not even the topic. Um, a lot of people were quick to point out that they were both women of color coming from a white woman, um, tearing down these, like, very successful businesses. Obviously, Marie Kondo and Chrissy Teigen are, like, a crazy more successful than this girl. Mm-hmm. And then... More Clearly, that wasn't and, bringing her joy. Right. It wasn't sparking joy, as you will. Um, I've still never seen an episode of that Marie Kondo No, me I'm neither. Like, <laughs> I'm like, why would I want to watch someone else clean? Um... <laughs> doesn't make sense to me i'm not like intrigued by that concept i I was introduced to this show rye by someone texting me and saying there's a show about someone who like organizes as well as you organize so i never really had incentive to (laughs) to watch the show because i was like oh so like someone's just bringing my organization skills to to tv well, I mean, you should have capitalized on your organization skills and gotten a Netflix deal. Oh, but my, my angle has never been sparking joy. You know, I think I think that's an important angle, but we don't need to get into that. But you're right. I didn't exploit my single talent of being organized. For a second, it sounded like you were very Alison Romaning Marie Kondo and tearing <laughs> down her empire. So actually be careful with what you say. Um, hey, if it brings me the modicum of fame that Alison Roman has received since tearing down Marie Kondo, I'm coming for you, Marie. I know. Wait, actually, this could be good for us. Yeah, should we just like take a different angle on this and totally go after Kondo and, and Tegan? Do you like I how he went last name, by the way? Yeah, besties. <laughs> um, I feel like we've talked enough shit about enough celebrities that if like it was gonna make us famous, it would have happened by now. But yet here we are. Here we are. Um. Yeah. Anyway, so like then people like called her out and like dragged her to hell. <laughs> she like kind like apologized on Twitter, but people were like, "That was a fake apology," and like you don't actually realize like what you were doing. I get it. Like I like, get why people were mad at her, but also I'm just like who cares not like who cares but i don't know i kind of like imagined the like meme of courtney kardashian being like there are people that are dying right and i'm like right. i'm like there are people who are like, dying kim i feel like people are so and i get it we're all bored like right. we are stuck in our houses like, or like whatever, the bernie but... sanders interview like in march with like these reporters were trying to ask him like about the primary when you know, it was pretty clearly going to Joe at that point. And Bernie Sanders mm-hmm. is like, I'm dealing with a global fucking pandemic. And it's like, yeah, and we still are, by the way. Right. And there's be- there's more important things out there than, like, what a barely famous cookbook <laughs> person, like, said about Chrissy Teigen. Who's like, Chrissy Teigen gets talked shit about, like, 24-7 on the internet, in my opinion. Like, I like her. A lot of people like her. But, like, a lot of people don't like her and just are always talking shit about her also like like, in terms of the way product lines go she's not entirely wrong like about the fact that a lot of these products are cheap in quality yeah but then they get slapped with a celebrity name right yeah and they just you know they sell like hotcakes but in reality it's poor quality not nearly as good as many other brands um, but they're just living off of the name brand recognition of a celebrity's name. Very common. Yeah, it happens you, in clothes most commonly. I was going to say, I'm like, it pretty much happens in any industry. It's yeah. like, you think, you just think things are better because they have a name on it. When really, like, it even comes down to fucking grocery store stuff. Like, 
aluminum foil. Like, I always buy, like, Reynolds or whatever when it's, like, a dollar fifty more than just the store brand. But I'm like, but the store brand's bad. And I'm like, no, it's the same. It's aluminum foil. Like, I'm going to put it over my leftover mac and cheese, and it's going to be fine. It's like I have to buy NyQuil or DayQuil instead of just getting the CVS brand version of it. Right. And I'm like, I don't. Like, I, I literally, during coronavirus pandemic, started buying store brand things. Because I was like, I need to save my money. <laughs> like, but, like, that's what it took for me to, like, finally realize that, like, the plastic bags I put my sandwich in are, like, totally the same thing, whether they say Ziploc or not. No, you're and, absolutely right. It doesn't even necessarily apply to the celebrity branded products. It applies to all products. Like, it's just name brand stuff in general. Like, it doesn't really make a difference. Like... I'm sure Christy Teigen's, like, pots and pans are the same ones you could buy at Target, but, like, painted red or whatever. <laughs> and I saw some pretty poor reviews on them, but I'm I sure mean, they were yeah, just picked out by the pro-Roman people. Yeah, class, the Romanites. <laughs> um, <laughs> and anyway, so then Christy Teigen, like, posted, like, a way too long Twitter thread about it. And my thing was, like, to me okay so i guess the reason christy teigen had like a little bit more of a stake in it was that she this allison roman person was supposed to have like a cooking show coming out soon and christy teigen was signed on to be a producer for it so it was a little bit of like okay biting the hand that feeds you you're like talking shit about christy teigen when like literally she's about to produce your television show so christy teigen like posted this whole thing being like people say bad things about me all the time, but this really hurt because I actually like you, Alison Roman, and I've always liked you and I've shared your recipes and I'm producing your TV show and like blah, blah, blah. Yeah, apparently she was like, I made your recipes for years. Like I'm a huge fan. Like Chrissy Teigen was a huge fan of Alison Roman. Right, which is like, okay, I don't know. Like, It's the food world, right? You're not a part of it. The food world's, like, weird to me. I'm kind of, like, and this makes it even weirder. I'm, like, this didn't, like, make me want to, like, be involved in food people. Anyway, so then she, like, posted this whole thing. And then it turned into, like, backlash against Christy Teigen where, like, now everyone was, like, fuck Christy Teigen. And then Christy Teigen, like, pulled this really weird move where she went private on Twitter even though she has fully 12 million and eight, 12 million point eight, 12 point eight million followers. And then was like private, but then I was like, okay, well, I already followed her, so can I still see her tweets? Like, I was confused. Um, and then people like backlashed against her, and then Christy Teigen like came back on and like accepted Allison Roman's like apology in like an also very long Twitter thread. It essentially was just like a series of way too long Twitter threads, and Marie Kondo didn't say a single word about it, and I was like, yes, Marie Kondo. It didn't spark her joy, so she didn't respond to any of it. Classic right, Marie. She also, she also probably never even heard of it because, like, I feel like the only people that heard about this was, like, people on Twitter. And Marie Kondo, like, doesn't have Twitter, I assume. It's a very Twitter world feud. Like you said, if you're not on Twitter, you're not going to be involved. And I have to say, one of my favorite tweets <laughs> about this whole thing was after Chrissy Teigen tweeted about how, like, every time... Over the past few days, uh, she saw a shallot, she would cry. She literally said, <laughs> for the past few days, every single time I, I saw a shallot, I wanted to cry, right? Because like you said, the shallot lady. Yeah. I don't, which, and, like, I don't get, but still, she like made pasta with shallots or something, and people were like up in arms about it. <laughs> so, someone quote tweeted in that and was like, how often can you see a shallot over two days? <laughs> Literally, I haven't seen a shallot in two years. I'm like, yeah, who exactly. Has shallots just like laying around their house, <laughs> conveniently timed with when you're fighting with a shallot cook. Like she made it seem like a intense reoccurrence over this truncated period of time. Like she just keeps seeing tra- shallots everywhere she turns. Painting of a shallot, real shallots. Google image search of shallots, but mostly real shallots. She's just cooking them. Breakfast. Lunch, dinner, shallots for dessert, shallots, shallots, shallots. And it's like, there's no way over the last 48 hours you've had that many shallots. I feel like she was like searching for shallots just to like remind herself what it means to feel anything. Chrissy Teigen, the secret masochist. 
Well, it was like a weird thing. It like got resolved. It was like very much a nothing feud. Which, yeah, they're like, cool now. Type. They're cool now. Allison Roman was like, I feel like we'd get along if we hung out in real life. And I'm like, okay, now you're like trying to like social climb. It's like a whole thing. Um, oh, and back to the whole privilege thing. Allison Roman said, I feel like this was an example of white privilege. Yeah. It didn't even occur to me that I went after two women of color. So just to go full circle, right? Tie back yeah. to the segue. I don't feel bad for her because like there was no need to say what she said. And like we said earlier, she's more well-known now than she was before. Yep. Brilliant PR. Yeah. I feel, if anything, I feel bad because like people can be mean on the internet. And I was reading comments and tweets and stuff sent towards her. And like people are mean and it, it sucks that she got like dragged to hell for like a comment she like almost said in passing in an interview of like a magazine that's not even popular. So I'm like, how did so many people even see this magazine like interview? It goes to show um, you the power of the Chrissy Teigen standum. People love true. Chrissy Teigen. I know you said she gets a lot of hate and every celebrity gets some amount of hate, but Chrissy Teigen is fairly beloved. Like there, there's definitely a group of people who have very strong, positive feelings towards Chrissy Teigen. So anything negative yeah. said about her, there's going to be that army, right? That online army. Yeah, no, agreed, which is like crazy. But um, yeah, I mean, that was that. That was our Twitter feud of the week. Our food Twitter feud of the week. Food, our food Twitter feud of the week. Our feud Twitter times. feud of the week. We have a few food Twitter feuds. (laughs) Okay, moving on. Um, By the way, I know this was sort of done in reverse order, but that was a new segment. That was a new segment. It's called Food food, food Twitter Feud. Um, And we will have to mispronounce it four times at the beginning of every segment before we get it right. And um, maybe expect to see that one again if there's another Food Twitter Feud. Oh my God, I hope Padma... Whatever fights with someone on Twitter next week. Padma Lakshmi versus Tom Calicchio. You love yeah, to see it. Who are these people? <laughs> Anthony? Anyone? Is Anthony mad at anyone? <laughs> I feel like everyone's um, mad at Anthony all the time. True. Look, apparently everyone I follow on Instagram is now like a food influencer. So I'll like start a fight with one of them next week just to like continue this fucking segment. Please and do, like, dude. Nobody. They're like making. Like making fish tacos today. I'm like, yeah, everyone's making fish tacos today. It's fucking Taco Tuesday. Like, we don't need a step by step. Cut the onions. It's like, yeah, no shit, you cut the onions. I'm like, people are posting their fucking recipes and like step by steps on how to make the most basic foods. And I'm like, okay, PB and J sandwich. Like, okay, first off, you're gonna take two slices of bread. I'm like, Ooh. oh my god. I- I swear to God, I can't watch a single fucking, like, food story again. Two slices of bread. That's innovative stuff, Rye. Um, But let's get into our next segment. That's the college admissions scandal update. Again, we broke the news on this shit. We have given the most updates on the college admissions scandal out of any publication, out of any podcast. Nobody gives the updates like we do, and we have another update. Because Lori Laughlin thought that she was off the hook. She was trying to get the case dropped, right? Maybe she thought, you know, in the midst of a pandemic, right? This would be an afterthought. So she tries to get it dropped. And a federal judge said on Friday, May 8th, the charges will not be dropped. Apparently, the U.S. District Judge, Nathaniel Gordon, rejected... Uh, Lori Laughlin's attorney's argument that the FBI had actually fabricated evidence. And their trial, Lori Laughlin and her husband, uh, Mossimo Gianelli's trial, remains scheduled for October. So that's the latest update, Rye. Um, their motion to dismiss did not go well. Yeah. Uh, they claimed that the FBI had actually tricked them basically to admitting that these were bribes when in reality they weren't bribes they've 
always thought that their $500,000 payment was simply a donation. The district judge did not accept that argument, didn't think it was reasonable. I kind of wished that they did drop the charges and that like Lori got off with nothing because it would have been a real slap in our faces because this whole time we've been saying like, you should have taken the deal like Felicity did. Could have been really fucking hilarious if they were just like, you know what? We've got bigger fish to fry. You can you can be free. And she just gets nothing. That would have been that would have been a Hollywood ending. And I feel like this thing needs a Hollywood ending. And that's why I'm kind of just like I'm like, it needs something crazy needs to happen. No, you're absolutely right. That would have been comical as hell. Uh not only a slap in our faces, I mean we would have not only been slapped in the face, I think we would have had egg on our face, right? As the saying goes. Never heard that. Never heard that, right? Uh, but Never imagine, <laughs> but imagine how Felicity Huffman would have felt, right? She actually went to prison, right? We didn't even I have know. to go to prison for our bad take, so her bad yeah. take resulted in her going to prison um, only for eleven days, but still. However, Rye, I have I have to still defend us here, uh, not only because the the judge did not agree with her attorney's argument, not only because of that. But because I believe in good process, Rai. I really do. Do you? I do. Here's why. Even if, let's say, the case got dropped, right? Uh Uh And she was going off free and we looked like idiots. Wow, the whole time we were saying that Felicity Huffman did it the right way. And look at Lori Laughlin. She doesn't even have a felony on her record. She didn't even serve any prison time. Was it good process, though? Like not only facing down the barrel of 40 years in prison, but then getting charges tacked on additionally, right? Because she is forcing these prosecutors to go to trial, they actually added more charges. And then you have the additional eight months of stress, right? Felicity Huffman got this all taken care of back in September. That's bad process, even if the result is good. And now, Rye, the result's not looking so good, potentially. Yeah. I still think I good mean, process. She could have just served, what, 11 days in prison? She could have had this all over with. But now, she, yeah. imagine how stressed out she must be. I mean, this girl's been stressed out for a while. Um, she cannot be doing well. I agree with you. I just think, like, I don't know. I'm just kind of like, and this is so bad, and I'm going to get dragged for filth for saying this but I'm just kind of like I feel like we're over it like you know like I feel like it's it's been a long time since it started and maybe maybe we should just let it go I feel like it's more no more updates it's more not like necessarily we should let it go like you and I but just like the judicial branch of the United States government maybe it's time to just say you got your public sentencing and society has has shunned you maybe that's enough maybe we should move on to bigger fish maybe more important issues than a fake rowing machine picture frankly they should i mean yes there is this gross sense of entitlement and fraud and money laundering they're serious crimes no doubt about it I do feel like, in a way, they did extend the olive branch. Not that I want to take the side of the judicial system here. Um, I really mm-hmm. hate to do so. But it is like massive celebrity who tried to swindle their kid into a pre- prestigious university that denied other kids the chance to go to university versus the judicial system. So it's like, you know, lesser of two evils here. True. Right. Uh, but like, I in a way, I do feel like they did offer the olive branch of like, okay... Minimal community service, right? Like a few hours here, a small fine. What was it? Like 20000 bucks for Felicity Hoffman. Right. That's nothing for celebrities who are worth millions. Um, and 10 days in prison. Like I- I'm sure not. I'm sure one day in prison is miserable. But considering the fact that she's facing 40 years, yeah, just to get it out of the way, that kind of is the olive branch. And you're ultimately right, though, right? Like, move on. Judicial system, move on, federal prosecutors. There are way more serious crimes being committed. Um, Ones that impact millions and millions of lives, right? But at the same time, Lori, take that deal. She should have taken it back then. 
No, she absolutely should have. We've said it a million times. She's a fucking idiot. You know what it but, is, right? It's a pride thing. I think it comes down to pride now. Like the prosecutors don't want to give in, and the, and the yeah. federal judicial system doesn't want to give in. Like the judge doesn't want to, you know, dismiss the case, and then Lori Laughlin goes free, and that becomes a whole news story because of her public figure status. I actually think she's being hindered in her pursuit of getting this case dropped. If she was maybe an average Joe, it would happen. But the resulting columns and media discourse is just not worth it to them, I think. I think they'd rather actually go through with the trial (laughs) than deal with that. Because then everyone's going to say, oh, another celebrity gets away with it. And then people are going to say, why did Felicity Huffman have to go to prison and not Lori Loughlin? When Lori Loughlin's crimes are actually more serious. I think Felicity Huffman only... Did a fifteen thousand dollar bribe, but yeah, those two did a five hundred thousand dollar bribe. I don't know. I mean, like you said, it's not really worth it. But uh, I think it comes out of pride. I wish they could just like, in the midst of our current like in current climate, like have a small like social distancing meeting, and just be like, "Yo, Lori, like, how about you give this much money and like this much community service." And, like, okay, maybe, like, 25 days in jail or something, and then we'll just, like, call it quits. I like the sound of that. I just, like, feel like my way is way better, and it would just, like, kind of call it a day on the whole thing, and then we can, like, move on to, like, actual issues in our flawed society. But you know what? That's not a Hollywood ending. And like you said, Rye, this story, the college admission scandal, is getting its Hollywood ending. Yeah, and also if this ended, we'd have literally nothing to talk about week to week. So hopefully this goes on for the rest of our podcast career. Well, it's going on through October 2020 for sure. Thank God. So thank you, U.S. District Judge Nathaniel Gordon. Yeah, I've been you. meaning to thank. I've been meaning to thank him personally, and now I can. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Um, speaking of Hollywood endings, by the way, Rye, you opened this episode with a little teaser about a guest. You made it. You made it seem like I was the guest. It was kind of a bit, but we actually do have our first ever guest for the Holly Shook podcast. I can't believe that. This guest is coming on to play a little game, and uh, this guest doesn't know what game he's about to play. Rye doesn't know what game he's about to play. I am administering the game. I'm hosting the game. I'm going to MC this thing, and I can't wait to introduce it. But first, we have to call our guest. Oh, goodness gracious, golly gee willikers. Welcome to the podcast, Dara Parsi, the first ever guest of the Holly Shook podcast. How does it feel, Dar? Well, this is our second attempt <laughs> trying the <laughs> artificial call-in intro. It's been two hours now since you said be ready for the podcast. <laughs> so I'm a little grumpy, but I'll, I'll manage. Dara, I'm very excited to be here. This is the perfect introduction to the podcast because we infamously have a lot of technical issues trying to make this podcast happen. <laughs> right, can attest you. to I blame this. you, Armin. I blame you. Yeah, I was going to say, I famously also don't do anything on the technical side. I just show up and talk for an hour. So I actually can't take any blame for technical difficulties. So thank you. Hold on. To, to be accurate here, right? infamously over the first like two dozen runs of this podcast, the technical glitches were all on your side. Yeah, but I don't know how to like work a computer, let alone like FaceTime. So you would like want to do all these weird settings and i was like i don't know how to do that <laughs> so sounds sorry, like Norman. There's, there's a learning curve but we're here it's working dar um it's your yes. first time ever on the podcast but it's also the first time we've ever had a guest on so it's a lot of firsts there's going to be a learning curve doing this but i'm excited a lot of pressure a lot of pressure i'm really nervous oh my god i'm like sweating like it's disgusting how much i'm sweating right now you should be sweating well, i'm it makes sense that Dara is our first ever guest because Dara is basically a historian of this podcast. Wait, famously. You got to include you, famously. You, you're famously 
a historian of this podcast. I feel like we've shouted you out a few times. We have. A couple. Um, a couple. Not yeah. enough, but a couple. D- Dara well, thinks we should shout him out more often, like on an episodic basis. Um, that's still being discussed <laughs> behind the scenes in production <laughs> meetings, but um, I, I, we can't commit. Yeah, as Armin and Ryan drink their fourth bottle of wine for the night, sloppily going back and forth, hey, talking about every episode. Armin is holding up a wine glass, actually. So. I've only so. had three glasses tonight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. Well, I'm stoned out of my mind, so. Okay, well, then we're all on the same page. <laughs> okay, so Armin, yes. Yes, we are. I'm so excited. Ryan is a comedic genius. Armin is a great host, and I'm ready to go. Armin, you said you had a game for us tonight i I do have a game for you guys um uh, dara you are a historian of this podcast so you must be familiar with the fact that we introduce new segments all the time are you familiar with that yeah i am i am (laughs) i you know you you introduce so many so many new ones every episode i can't i i've I've forgotten all of that like one has really stuck in my memory but um yeah i mean you know sources versus insiders versus Spies, confidants, or spy <laughs> versus Mossad spies, confidants. Okay, yeah, yeah what, whatever it is. Yes, I'm I'm very familiar with your new segments. Well, Adara, since our goal is disorientation, then we have achieved our goal. Um, and we have a new segment. <laughs> oh right, was it last episode the sub headline? Sub headline of the week. I really sub headline of the week. Headline. Yeah. But that wouldn't Sorry, be new. No, so we're not doing that one. Um, but yes, okay, that was on, a new segment on. last week. I don't know if it'll ever come back. Um, again, when we do these, we don't know if they're going to come back. They may reappear. They may not reappear. Dara, you should know this now. So you know before you have to listen back to the podcast. We did start a new segment today called Food Twitter Feuds. Uh, <laughs> so just really look forward to like to that one. Oh god with all the baking that's going on that must be such and like the you know cabin fever vibe mm-hmm. those fights just must be vicious oh, that one's, that one's definitely gonna come back so. we're, yeah we're pretty sure that's going to be a weekly recurring segment the food <laughs> twitter feuds I'm hyped. I'm hyped okay but sorry Armin I interrupted you go no no please please do interrupt at any time um I thought, you know, Dara, since we had a new guest, aka first guest, I thought we had to have a new segment, but not just a new segment, like a new form of a segment. This is going to be a game. And, you know, since it's usually just me and Rye, like, it's hard to play games, but I thought, oh, we could do a game now because I could have you, Dara, compete with Ryan in this game and see who does better. (laughs) So I, I didn't realize it was a, like a competitive, like I didn't, I thought it was, it was more like golf where we're individually competing or like a team sport, but it's, it's a head to head, huh? You're definitely, you're definitely individually competing. Um, but you know, at the same time, you definitely want to have that lower score in golf, right? Right. I, I, I guess, yeah, that wasn't good. Again, I'm stoned. You're right. What are you doing, Dara? I didn't Dara? realize it was gonna be. A, in the, I didn't realize it was gonna be. We were gonna go against each other. I thought we were maybe gonna go separately or work together. Is more what I was. Trying this to is say. a versus. Okay. This is a versus right here. It's a versus. It's a Michael versus. Okay. <laughs> All right. Can we? Can we stop talking about sports? I have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> okay. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. Go I don't know how golf works. Well, Dara watches Famously. Drag Race, which is your sport, yeah. right? Dara, you could relate it in Drag Race oh, yeah. terms. But fam- but famously, but famously, Ryan uh, doesn't know about golf from the second episode of this podcast, the Tiger Woods episode. Shut up. You did not know that. <laughs> continue, continue. Dara flexing his historian muscles here. <laughs> yeah. I okay. don't even know the order of these episodes. <sighs> so there go. This stupid game. Okay. I don't know this game. Just so the listeners right. know, I don't know what we're about to do. I'm just as stressed. I need another glass of wine. Okay, go pour yourself another glass of wine. Um, no, I need water. <laughs> I actually thought of this uh, game at the last minute. I was struggling all day brainstorming, uh, but I think it's the perfect game for this moment. Um, this game is Celebrity or Floridian. Okay. Oh, shit. okay. And the concept of this game <laughs> is I'm going to read headlines. Okay, the headlines all come from 2020, and you have to tell me if it's either a Florida man headline or a celebrity headline. 
Okay, but arm, it can't, it can't, it, these are mutually exclusive choices, right? It can't be like, it can't be like a celebrity from Florida. No, no, yeah, I'm not, there's okay. no trickery. I did modify the headline slightly, so I'm going to say like insert here where there would be a name, let's say, like where it would say Florida man or it would say celebrity name. There's slight modifications, uh, and you're yeah. going to have to tell me whether it's a celebrity headline or Floridian headline, and I thought this was topical because... You know, Florida has been in the news a lot during the pandemic. Um, but also, I feel like it's very much up the alley of our podcast because we talk a lot about how batshit crazy celebrities can be, right? And the yeah. Florida man meme is basically one of the symbols of batshit craziness, right? So you have to tell me whether you think this headline really comes from a celebrity or it comes from a Florida man. Oh, okay. This is- so stupid, I love it. Okay, and, and well, me and Rai both get a chance to say an answer. Yes. Is that how it works? Okay. okay. If you happen to know, like, let's say you know, like, you saw, like, this was a Florida man headline, or you saw that this was a celebrity headline, don't say that you know it. Okay. Just, okay. Yeah. yeah. Just keep yeah. it to yourself yeah, yeah, until yeah. I make the reveal, and then we could talk about it. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. You guys are ready. Ready. All right, keep celebrity up. or Floridian. <laughs> Oh my god, okay. Insert here told cops he found a naked stranger in his bed. It wasn't pleasant. Uh, uh, was that me? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, do we say our guess at the same time or what? Sure. You could say it okay. at different times. Three. This, this whole podcast has been us saying things at the same time. Okay, one... Two, three. Celebrity. Celebrity. Yeah, yeah. Okay, we both got celebrity. It's a Florida man. Oh, shit. Yes, yes. (laughs) (laughs) That could be any man, though. That could be a man from anywhere. It is is a recent story from Florida, though. Um, Mm. All right, next headline. You're not going to explain what it was? You're just going to move on? (laughs) I may I may explain some, I may explain others. Okay, <laughs> that yeah, one I feel like it's pretty The headline is all there. It's like he found a naked stranger in his bed, it wasn't pleasant. What more is there to the fucking story? It's true. <laughs> Sounds like my whole fucking life experience. Oh my okay. god. Oh my god. Okay. Insert here intentionally drove Ferrari at top speed. <sighs> Okay. I, fuck saying it at the same time. I'm just gonna go for it. I, I'd say I'd say celebrity again. I say Florida, Floridian. Ryan got it. It's a Florida man. Yes. <laughs> James Mucciaccio. I don't know if I pronounced that correctly. James James Mucciaccio Jr. Oh, jeez. Of Deerfield Beach was identified as the Florida man who drove his Ferrari (laughs) into the Palm Beach Inlet. How can you say Elon Musk's son's name, but not John (laughs) Giuliacchi? Again, Elon Musk's name. Totally typical. Totally normal. Totally normal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Okay, so that's one one Ferrari right there. Okay, one. One zero. Fuck. Well, isn't it two two zero or two one? Do we get a tie point for the first one? No, oh, wait, you, you didn't get a we score. Got a yeah. Yeah. We got it. <laughs> I'm losing my. Rye really left. doesn't know sports, does he? No, okay, I don't know. Okay. I just thought you get a point no matter what. <laughs> Insert here blows up microwave cooking fast food prototype. <sighs> okay, celebrity. I, I, I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna. <laughs> Didn't you say not to say it if you know it? I I don't really think it's Chrissy Teigen. <laughs> He's making okay. a joke because we talked about Chrissy Teigen, Allison Roman earlier. Oh, oh god, no! But that's a great thing. That's I honestly think it probably is about her. That's a good take for us. Thank I'm just, you. just, just, just. I'm going celebrity again, just on like on a probability level. Not that I know anything about probability, but I just feel like. <laughs> If I go celebrity every time, I'm bound to want so celebrity. It is a celebrity. <laughs> yes. So this is a recent story. Uh, Robert Pattinson blew up his oh. microwave during a FaceTime interview with GQ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I almost read that today and then I didn't. 
So the reporter, well, Zach Barron, no. actually wrote, quote, a lightning bolt erupts from the oven microwave and Pattinson ducks like someone outside has opened fire. <laughs> oh, my kidding. God. Oh, so, wow. Okay. Insert here, rescued from Peru by U.S. Embassy. Kristen Cavallari. That has to be a celebrity. Yeah, celebrity. No, I'm going to go Florida man. It's probably Florida man, isn't it? Dar, are you sticking with celebrity or going Florida man? No, I'm going celebrity. Dar is right. It's a celebrity. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Yes, It's all tied up. It's all tied up at 2 2. Twisted sister singer D. Snyder. Oh my God. His daughter got stranded in rural (laughs) Peru during the pandemic. During the pandemic. And apparently, she had to be dramatically rescued by the U.S. Embassy in Lima. Apparently, there Why was, a was mili- it dramatic. Apparently, there was a military security detail that had to whisk her away, according to page six. What the fuck? The wording of that article is ridiculous. <laughs> whisk, her, whisk her away from what? Like, why was she in danger? Were they like fucking Prince Charming? What the hell? I guess she was just in rural... Um, you know, Peru, and that wasn't cool to her. I don't know. But she was D. Snyder's <laughs> daughter, so they're like, we had to get her out of there. Anything well, for D. Like Snyder's daughter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sounds like white fucking privilege. Yeah. Um, okay, it's, so it's tied up. It's tied up. I two, two. It's tied up. Two, two, guys. Oh, wow. This is a competitive match here. Okay, okay. Insert here fights to keep last $809 after IRS seizes $980,000 tax refund. <laughs> Seeks to save how much, John? Fights to keep last $809 after IRS seizes $980,000 tax refund. Oh, that screams Florida man. Yeah, IRS. like IRS. Eight hundred dollars. Florida. <laughs> Although that could totally think about it, right? That could totally be like a Jersey Shore story. Like that could totally be like Mike the Situation. He would clamor yeah, for the last eight hundred. You see, though, that's not fair because that's. I mean, I know he's not from Florida, obviously, but right. Mike the Situation is a Florida man who happens <laughs> to be a celebrity. No, again, there's none of that trickery. There's literally zero percent of that trickery. Okay, good. Yeah, I'm sticking with Florida man. Yeah. Florida man. Dar, are you sticking with Florida Man? Yeah, Florida Man. It is a Florida Man. (laughs) Christopher Blanchett of Tampa Bay just said goodbye to $919,251 and his new Lexus after the IRS seized the assets after claiming $1 million in federal income tax withholdings on his annual income. But he's fine to keep that last $809, guys. All right. (laughs) And rightly so. Next story. <laughs> Insert here. Cut the top of thumb off. I was shocked. Um, my cousin last year at Thanksgiving, like literally. <laughs> um, uh, oh, was that? No, I thought Alkire was just. Oh my god, that was your Alkire. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> my family is not from Florida. Don't get it twisted, sister. Um, <laughs> nice call. Okay, thank you. I'm gonna go with celebrity. I'm going Florida, man. Oh my god, this could be the game winner here. I don't know how many rounds there are. This is another callback, by the way. Ariel Winter. <gasps> oh, oh my god! Oh my god! From was that, Dara? It was episode three of Holly really? Show podcast. Yes. Hell yeah! That yes. was my episode. Uh, Poor she, Ariel, she deserves better, and she deserves a full thumb. She deserves, she deserves a full Ariel, thumb. Ar- <laughs> Ariel's mom was like the tyrant, right? Yep. <laughs> yeah, she was crazy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She uh, definitely deserves a full thumb, but she no longer has one. She revealed to uh-huh. Access that she sliced the top of her thumb off while cooking. Quote, I was trying to make Greek food because I'm Greek, and I had chopped four onions just before I chopped this one thing. Chopped four onions, and it was great. I just got new knives, too. I went to chop a peeled tomato and sliced the top of my thumb off on a peeled oh my tomato. God. So, uh, Ariel Winner's not doing well. 
10 bucks that she was trying to do a stupid step-by-step Instagram fucking story about it, too. Food Twitter feud. This is Food food Twitter feud featuring Ariel Winter and her thumb. (laughs) (laughs) I already already just, like, through, like, listening to Ryan podcast that he he didn't give a fuck while while podcasting, but now I'm seeing him over video chat. (laughs) He's, like, laying down with his eyes half open. I'm fully reclined in bed right now. It's, like, kind of thinking about kind of thinking about the tacos that are waiting for me upstairs but like yes. no let's let's keep playing the game please <laughs> so i think we're we're at four to three right we're at four to yeah, three four to three How okay many winning. there's three more there's three more Oh my god. Okay, I like that. It's a perfect amount. It's perfect. Don't okay. call, don't call it a comeback. I've been here for years. Yeah, we won't. Go ahead. Insert here finds hidden cameras in his Airbnb. Oh, Florida man. Uh, celebrity. <gasps> no, oh god, that's such It's no, a Florida god. man. I knew that. What what so Is it a Florida man? It's a what Florida man. He owns Airbnb. That was dumb. Damn it. Airbnb, please, yeah, quote, yeah. it was not the way Max Vest wanted to start his trip in Miami. End quote. <laughs> That's <laughs> <how he laughs> What's his name? Max Vest? Max oh Vest. <laughs> his yeah, grandfather famously Florida invented idea, the vest. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. Okay, okay. Max Vest. What happened right. with him? Uh, he found cameras in his Airbnb. That was the whole story. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's the thing about this game. If it's a Florida man, there's 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 no prompt, you know. It's there's like, no it's story. A, it's just a headline. It's just a headline. Because <laughs> no one actually cares. <laughs> I mean, I do have the story. About, I don't think you guys care. I'm just going deeper on the celebrities because that's what people are here for. Um, okay, so go ahead. So five, three, Ryan, Akire. Dar, you need the last two to make this a tie. Okay. And you need to hope Ryan doesn't get either one. That's how scores work, yes. <laughs> Insert here confident money laundering charges could be dropped. Ugh, this oh, is celebrity. It, 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 oh, yeah. It's, well, it's celebrity. It's Lori Laughlin, isn't it? You got it. It's Lori Laughlin. Yeah. I, I, know, yeah I, know all, I know, like, I still keep up with that story because of you two. <laughs> Yeah, so do we. Yeah. <laughs> and Dara, unfairly, we actually did cover this topic. We talked about it fully 10 minutes ago. Like it's... Armin and worked thanks. so hard on this game, he reused the topic. He reused the topic. <laughs> Look, I don't, I don't give a lot of effort, but I do remember what we talked about 10 minutes ago. The thing is, though, Rai, like, I, like, you have to admit that there could have definitely been a scenario where you didn't remember that we covered that. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's fair. Also, I thought it would have been hilarious if you didn't. Um, But good job, you remembered. Uh, Thank you. Final one, final one. Dar, this is this is the grand prize, though. If you get this, if you get this, should we wager? Should we wager on this one? What if we pick the same one? We have to pick opposites. I'll go first. Okay. (laughs) No, I'm totally kidding. I'm totally kidding. Okay, we'll say it at the same time. How about that? We'll say it at the same time. time This is the winner takes all. Winner takes all here. Okay, okay. I hate this. Insert here, caught on camera licking doorbell. Okay, on three. One, two, three. Florida Florida Man. Man. And you got it. It's Florida Man. Well, Ryan, you... You won the game, Dara. You performed Wait. admirably. You got you got a good number of them right. Um, <laughs> I think that goes to show, though, that celebrities and Florida men are basically indistinguishable. Whether it's you know finding naked strangers in bed, that kind of reminded me of the Jimmy Kimmel stuff, or it's driving Ferraris at top speed. That's like a Justin Bieber esque story. Blowing yeah, up microwaves. I guess that, that yeah, the, the Ferrari. Yeah, you actually tripped me up on that one. I thought that was referring to Justin Bieber. Actually, it's a very Bieber-esque mm. story, right? <clears throat> Blowing up microwaves. I guess that's in Robert uh, Pattinson's repertoire now. So you know, Florida men, celebrities, indistinguishable, but they both provide great content. Great content. Um, I just would like to shout out myself for um, being really good at this game and. <laughs> 
proving that sports sports don't matter when it comes to stupid shit like this. So you're welcome. <laughs> Sorry, you got beat in a competitive battle against a non-sportsman. Oh god, I'm just I'm so hurt. Other than being totally embarrassed um, on a nationally ranked famous podcast, how was your how was your experience otherwise? Oh, I loved it. I loved it. I mean, not because of Armin, but Ryan, you are just great. Aww, you are the best. You. To get a good laugh with Rye, oh my god, it's it's um it's priceless. So thank you for having me on. on. Thank you for having me on, Rye. Dara, before yeah, we invite me back whenever we'd love yeah, to. Dara, before on. we sign out though, um, how do you pronounce Elon Musk and Grimes's baby name? Ixudu. Correct. That's how you do it, dude. I, oh I thought God. it was like Zay, like you know, like Bay, but Zay. No, I actually, I actually know how you pronounce it now. Okay, well, what is that? This is how you pronounce it. I'm gonna kill all my employees. <laughs> I hate you. That's exactly true. That's exactly true. Um, Dara, thanks for coming on. Of course, I love you. I had such a great fucking time. Love both of you. Thank you, Dara. That was awesome. Have me, have me on whenever. Ryan, enjoy your dinner, and see you later. Thank you. I have ground taco, ground turkey tacos waiting for me. But thanks, you guys, for listening. Thank you, Dara, for being here. Thank you, Armin, for working tirelessly on the stupidest game ever invented. And we will see you guys next time.